Welcome to the Good Stuff Family Podcast. I'm Don Kendrick, and I am so glad you're here. This is the place you're going to find genuine inspiration in authentic, vulnerable stories that are distinctly different than anything you'll see in mainstream media. The story that binds all of these together, it's my own testimony. Candid, transparent story of my own journey. Holy shift, grit, grind, divine design. Stories from a former news reporter with a renewed purpose. Welcome to the family. Hey, y'all, we are so looking forward to bringing you our God at Work series of stories over the next few months. We named them God at Work in honor of my mama, Marlene Kendrick, who passed away on February 23rd. Because if you knew our mama, you knew those words, God at Work. She was forever teaching us to see God in everything. So this series is for you all as much as it is for ourselves and reminding ourselves that we can, in fact, allow God to work through us by seeing the good in others and being the good for them. Pastor Joe West grew up in Mason City, Iowa, one of 10 children. He and his wife, Sharon, have been married and rooted in faith more than half a century, which I believe y'all could easily lead off Joe West's resume. But wait, there's more. A gratitude, a graduate of North Central Bible College in Minneapolis, Joe led the then Suburban Assembly of God in Downers Grove, Illinois, for 38 years, retired, and I use that word loosely, in 2012, and he has been busier than ever since then, serving as director of Pop We, which is a fantastic storytelling platform that boasts our stories for his glory, speaking our language there for sure. And he serves also as well as tour areas, tour pastor alongside his son, Matthew, who happens to be the Matthew West, beloved songwriter and artist who moves hearts and souls with his own stories that he tells in his songs. So this is why I'm so excited to bring in Joe West. Hello, Joe. Hello, Don. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. And you know what? Grateful is an understatement that you took the time to be here with us today. I'm so grateful. Well, that's my honor. Well, y'all, this is the man who, along with Sharon, made Matthew West. <laughs> <laughs> and once you've heard Joe West's story, I'm willing to bet you guys that you're going to begin to understand why Matthew West is so rooted in faith and moved to share it with the world. I want to ask you right out of the gate, being a pastor, your favorite Bible verse. Okay. Um, my favorite Bible verse, I would, I, there, there are several, but I would uh, stand on Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good to those that love God and that are called according to his purpose. Now you stop it right now. I have this pulled up. That's what I was going to, that was mine. That's what I was going to say. Anyone who listens to this regularly, let's see. I think I even have it saved in, in the graphics where it scrolls at the bottom that here it is. Ready? One moment, please. Here we go. We're going to see it crawl right across the bottom. There it is. We know that in all things, want to read it with me? Yes. God works for the good for, of those who love, him. Those love him. 
who have been called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. There it is. We did not set that up, y'all. We did not set that up. And, and I believe that Paul knew what he was saying when he said all things, he didn't mince words. And that's the, that's the nugget of these stories that y'all are telling. It's not, he works best through the broken, right, Joe? He really does. It's not the people who are hallelujah and all day long, right? So give me kind of a window into those um, stories that you guys live for. Well, um, so, so many stories that, that come um, just one by Joshua who struggled with drugs for many years, heard Matthew's music, gave his life, life to Christ. And we, we met him at a, a concert in Florida and uh, the, the stories go on and on. There was a family uh, that came to a festival and uh, three months later, this was um, two years ago now, their house burned down and our ministry was able to bless them at Christmas time with a, a gift. And uh, But through it all, this family just uh, worshiped and praised the Lord. So that that is just... Uh, a few there. Another one, um, a single mother raising a autistic child, a, a young man, and um, we met him at a concert, and he was having a panic attack, and our heart just broke for this mom. But then we just saw them at a show this spring, and the, her son is doing so much better, and she said that he's lit listening to Matthew's music all the time. So story after story. I want to, if I can, I'm going to roll your official from your website, by the way, popwe.org is where people can go. Um, yeah. I'm just going to roll quickly what your official promo that you do on there. And we're going to come back on the other end of it and talk more. Okay. Hi, I'm Joe West, the director of Pop We, a Matthew West ministry. And I want to thank you for visiting Pop We and being willing to share your story. As you know, we're all about stories at Pop We, about crafting and living and sharing your story and my story so that a hurting world will be touched by the power of God's love. So I want to encourage you right now to just share your story so that we can send it out and many will be touched by what you share. Again, I want to thank you for sharing and always remember your story for his glory. And there it is, your story for his glory. It's just that simple that he yeah. works all things together for good. Our stories, as messy as they are, for his glory with all the curveballs. I want to mention Matthew just did a double album called My Story, Your Glory, and we just prepared a, a Bible study on it. I have a, a picture of the booklet here, My Story, Your Glory, um, a, a six-week Bible study that we've been sharing at all of our concerts. We just finished a tour, spring tour of My Story, Your Glory, and now we're into festivals. But again, the emphasis of people sending in their stories sharing their stories, or if they need encouragement, reading other people's stories. And now uh, the six-week Bible study that they can send in for, just go to popwe.org and uh, we'll get you 
a copy of my story, Your Glory Arc. You can use it for your small group uh, or for your family. Right. And it's tangible ways to, so that the word is the living word, how we yeah. can use it in our lives. So I'm going to roll a quick little clip, not the whole thing, but uh, uh, where Matthew's explaining his blue couch moment. And on the flip side of that, I want to, I want to talk to you about what it's like to be parents when that moment happens, when your child is convinced that the rest of his life will be centered on Christ. So let me just, um, roll his uh, blue couch moment. Where is it? Here we go. Like basement living room. That was my spot. You know, I remember we had a blue couch and I would go sit on the blue couch and flipping the channels. I came across a Billy Graham crusade. He starts talking about how, you know, we're all sinners and yet there's a God who loves us no matter what. And that the most important decision we could ever make would be to ask Jesus into our hearts. In that moment, I can't explain it, but it just, it clicked. That's why I put the blue couch on the cover of my record, because in many ways, these days I find myself wanting to go back to the moments when my faith felt like fresh and alive. You know, I think there's a lot of people that struggle with that. They feel like maybe they're a long way away from the faith that they had as a, as a kid. You look up one day and you feel like you're a million miles away from just that kid who fell in love with Jesus. And I want to return to that. He's making you new. He's making you new. He's healing your heart right where you are. If only you knew. He's lifting your shame. He's changing your name. And when you look back, the only thing that you see is His grace has been Well, it's uh, it's exciting. And again, for every parent out there, you know, one of the greatest rewards are the greatest reward is when your children give their heart to Jesus Christ. And that was our prayer for all three. We have three wonderful sons. Matthew's our firstborn and then Joel and Adam. And our prayer since a baby was that they would accept Jesus Christ as their personal savior. And we've seen all three do that. And for Matthew, every year at Vacation Bible School, he uh, asked Jesus in his heart, but the defining moment was that great day where he sat on that blue couch looking for a Cubs game and found a Billy Graham crusade. And that then now is the rest of the story of seeing him live out his calling uh, to serve God and use his gifts. So it uh, there's no greater reward outside of knowing Jesus uh, personally is to see your children uh, come to know Jesus. And so that's the message, I think, isn't it, Joe, for people listening? Your story matters. Yes, yes. Yes, that's for sure. And hopefully they come away from the concert feeling that, that they're their story, their relationship with Jesus Christ, and the, even the messy chapters, uh, God will use to encourage others. And I would, I would argue, even especially the messy chapters, the broken. Yes, you know, yes. 
and and you've been part of his journey, obviously, since day one. So what has it been like for you along the journey, especially this is a, you know, it's a grueling schedule when you're out following, you know, being the pastor with the concerts and stuff. What's that been like for you personally? Well, it, it it's uh, it's been in, incredible. Um, when uh, we were praying about retiring from pastoring after 38 years, we've been in the ministry over 40 years and uh, um, but we didn't want to, we, we were retired from pastoring, but not ministry. And then Matthew called up and uh, said that God laid on his heart. That was one of his, another defining moment in his ministry uh, that it needs to be more than just a concert, but ministry that people need to feel the presence of Jesus. We need to give an invitation every night. We need to offer ministry and uh, encouraging uh, resources to uh, help them in their walk with the Lord. And he asked me to come and travel as, as the uh, tour pastor. And uh, it has been so fulfilling. And for 11 years, in fact, I tell tell people that had I known how great it was traveling and ministering with my son to thousands and thousands of people, I should have resigned pastoring a long time ago and saved the people from bad sermons. But that's how great it's been. And there's the humility again, too. Classic <laughs> humility that we see from you guys. And do you want to really quick, before we move on, do you want to explain why y'all chose to call it Pop We, Population We? Yes. Uh, Matthew uh, wrote a song some years ago, um, uh, My Own Little World. And in that, it had the words, My Own Little World, Population Me. And so we turned it to Population We, and that started the ministry beyond the music. Uh, it started at the concert, all during the concert, at the end, and then with our we have a, a great uh, ministry website and we offer uh, as many resources as we can to encourage uh, people. And so, so reach out to, to others. And that's where a population, we, we abbreviated it to pop we. And sometimes in our concerts, Matthew will uh, bring me up and say, my dad and I have a ministry called Pop we, and then he looks at me and go, and he's my pop. So some people think it's named after me, and it's not. It's uh, named uh, again. Got the inspiration from the words "population me" turned to "population we." Or you could just go with it and be like, "Yep, it's all about me. I'm yeah. the pop. I'm the pop." Uh, so I'm going to ask flat out, what's your favorite Matthew West song? Okay, a favorite Matthew West song. Well, usually I tell people the only music I ever listen to is, is Matthew's music. And for every song he comes out, usually they fit to a season of my life. But I would have to go way back, and it's a, a, called, a song called Motions. And uh, going through the motions. Uh, I have that as my ringtone. Um, and so that has uh, challenged me and moved me uh, so many times uh, through the years. And this this goes uh, way back. Those are one of the first songs that he wrote. Uh, 
my anthem right now for this season is a new song he wrote on his My Story, Your Glory album called Hard Seasons. And um, we find this song, people coming up to the table, talking to me and saying, oh, I was so moved by hard seasons. But it's nothing uncommon for people to come uh, at the shows and also um, write to us through email and different means and uh, mention so many songs and each person mentioning a different one and, and would say, that song was written just for me. And it was a song for that moment for them to hold on to as an anthem. And we're so thankful how God's used so many songs of Matthew. And of course, it's the living word put to music. And it's going to touch people. And people have, uh, you know, again, embraced them as, as their anthem. And uh, again, I'd say motions. And then right now, uh, hard seasons. And then there's me on your mind. There's so many. So. And every time you mention the title, I'm singing it in my head. And this is the truth. I'm not making this up. I'm so glad that you said what you just said, because it becomes the anthem of our lives. I was on a run not too long ago, and I seriously thought I was listening to Matthew West Essentials. I thought, I'm going to go home and I'm going to log all the words to these songs because they speak so much to me. Clearly that never happened. <laughs> Be a little labor intensive, but I considered it like to keep it handy. The, the way we can, it's our faith in action and he's honest and he's raw in, in the stories he tells and his music. So um, I'm going to show you quick. It's very quick. Our social media director, Danielle Folk, who's a huge fan of y'all as well. Um, oh. She put together a while ago and I just found this when I was searching for my notes and research for you. But if you want to guess what our favorite song is, maybe, um, I mean, it is hard to pick, like you said, but I'm going to go with this one for number one. And you're going to see why, because we're all about telling stories as well. And you're going to see seconds long snapshots here of stories that speak to his glory. My story, your glory, my pain, your purpose, my mess, your message, in all things I know you're working one life, one That has become the anthem of yeah. the Good Stuff family. That's oh, it. that's awesome. Yes. And Our... I noticed uh, Jake and Jordan. And yes. Mom, and the mom's name is Mindy. Mindy. Yes. 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 I them I and, and, have met them and met Mindy and your friends. That's awesome. We're, we're glad that that's the song for Good Stuff. And do you understand, Joe? that people who are listening, you see thousands of people, that's it. You personally connect. I'm so, I'm blown away that you even remembered. I put these in just in case because her favorite song is living, walking, breathing, miracle. Yeah. Right? Yes, yes. yes. And let me show you. Here's Jordan. Look at how sweet. Yes. She was, you know, these kids are Rizo kids and they weren't supposed to live to be five, according to mm. the doctors. Long-term survivors, if they get to be five, here's her happy brother, Jake. Yeah. Guess what, Joe? He just turned 21. 
Yes. That's Doctors awesome. think they know sometimes with their best educated guess, you know, but God is the ultimate say. There mm -hmm. they are. They're yeah. beating all the odds. And, and, you know, their story shows everyone who follows them that, you know, whatever you're up against today, today is a gift. Today yes. is a gift. Yes. You mentioned the song Walking Miracle. And uh, many people have taken that as their anthem. And it was about a young man named William at birth. And they were, the parents were told he'd never walk, never talk, never do anything. And, um, encouraged them to get an abortion, but they stayed true to God's gift of William. And uh, he, Matthew met him and wrote this song, Walking, Breathing, Living Miracle. And uh, we thank God there's a lot of walking miracles out there. When the world counts you out, don't receive that. God has a better plan. Thank you. In my former life as a reporter, we listen for sound bites. You know, when we're out taking notes at press conferences, you're so full of the real sound bites that matter. You know, that's it. Do not count yourself out. Jake and Jordan's case, they don't speak. They don't physically walk or talk, but they speak volumes by their example. Their parents yeah. speak volumes and how they cherish them. So just just thank you for bringing that up. I'm so grateful. If I could, I want to do one more because I thought this was so novel. This um, this song, and I want to talk more about it, what it means for you. Oh, these are the voices. Oh, these are the lies. And I have believed for the very last time. Hello, my name is Child of the One True King. Yes, that That's brings it. back just... great memories, and it's still, still resonating with people all the time. Yeah, and and like you said, don't got don't count yourself out or others out. God has the final say. Hello, my name is not John Kendrick, Nineteen Action News, John Kendrick, Channel Three News. For yes. twenty something years of my life, I literally lumped a TV station to my identity. Yeah. And the truth is that is fleeting. Trust me, you know, yeah. but what I can faithfully say now more than ever is that I'm a child of the one true God. And that's the song that gets me out of my chair right out of the bat at the concerts. Yeah. So yeah, that's for sure. And yeah. every, he plays that all the time and people still are, it resonates, it, it moves and we're worshiping and thank you God that we are a child of the one true king, and that's what matters. Nothing else does. And I want to mention that if you are listening to this in podcast mode, if you go to the goodstufffamily.com, you can see the video interview that we're doing here because so novel that that entire video costs nothing to produce. It's the name tags that say, hello, my name is. And what if when we went to these events, if we just wrote daughter of the one true king? I'm going to do it one time. Yes, yes. <laughs> When we, um, when that song came out and I was first traveling with Matthew, um, he had um, table mats or placemats made, hello, my name is, and then people 
we handed them out as they went into the concert and people would, you know, uh, put down what their name was and is now, you know, maybe they felt lost, but now they're found. And, uh, that was a, an unbelievable tour that we did way back then. Wow. Wow. We're having a, um, a cookout coming up for the Good Stuff family, for new members and old members, and to tell, let people meet the people whose stories they've heard. And we're going to have name tags. I'm going to suggest everyone take two. We'll put your real name. Actually, yeah. let's put your real name on the right. How about on the left, you put what you used to be and what you really identify now. Yes. That's a cool yes. idea. Really yes. cool idea. So um, you answered so many of these questions at the beginning that I had, but I want to ask you this extended calling that you have. Okay. A pastor was your title, but you are, um, you are a, a piece of this tour that is so vital and so important. Like we related so much to your kindness ourselves. And I imagine that that extended calling has kind of settled into your heart and motivated you. So the question is that everyone wants to know, do you think you'll ever retire? <laughs> Yes. Uh, no, I, I, I don't think so. Again, our heart way back when we were praying, you know, we had been at the church for 38 years and we felt it was time for the church. Uh, although we lived in the Chicago area, pastored in a suburb called Downers Grove, Illinois, and we pastored several churches within the same church because of uh, people being transient and uh uh, people move a lot in the big cities. So, uh, but we felt it, it was time, but we didn't, I did not want to retire, retire. I wanted to be in ministry and make sure. And uh, I tell people now, I'm, I'm going to go to the very end. I, I told Matthew one day, I said, Matthew, I feel like God told me it, it, I'm in the fourth quarter and I got to up my game. And so I'm not going to be on the bench. I'm going to keep serving as much as I can give, give up my whole heart on the road or whoever God puts in my path to share the love of Jesus Christ and hopefully step into their lives with, with God's hope. And, uh, and I'm not going to give up. And then I told him, I said, and sometimes I think I'm in the two minute warning and Matthew goes, dad, stay out of the two minute, two minute warning. That's dark. Just stay in the fourth quarter. You got plenty of plenty of time to play, uh, be in the game for Christ. So that's it. And you are so living by example. You know, no, I say don't retire. No, we need you. We need yeah. you. The well, way that you live by example. So with with all the background that you have and all that still lies ahead that you're going to be for people, do you have any advice for people listening who are wondering how to discern? what God has for us, where he's calling, where he's leading beyond maybe the grind that they're in. They're feeling something on their hearts. Any words for discernment? Okay. Uh, that, that's a good question. And, and I, I get asked that a lot that people will come up and say, Hey, I'm, I'm struggling about God's will knowing what, what does he really want from me? And one of my first answers to give them is Ecclesiastes 9.10 that says, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. So I try to direct them to where they're at. And they it might be an unpleasant place or they're not happy, but there's something about just the moment. Whatever moment you're in, 
just say, God, I'm going to do my best. And uh, I, I might not like that moment. And I, and sometimes people have big dreams, and uh, but they never get there because they don't accept the moment they're in and there's steps to take. And so I encourage people, wherever you're at right now, do it with all your heart. Keep your heart open to God. And God has many other things. Or if you're unhappy where you're at, he might change that setting and it might be the best time of your life. So that's my advice because there's no secret formula in finding God's will or, you know, I I might want to do this or uh, I have a dream, but it doesn't seem to come to pass. That's where you take one day at a time and you put it in God's hands and you live your life uh, to the fullest and uh, with all your might for God and he'll keep making the changes that need to be made. Amen. I needed to hear that. I feel like I just went to church. Oh, there you I go. mean, hopefully tons of people are listening or are moved by it, but we know if nothing else, this heart right here just totally soaked that up. Thank you. Thank well, you for that. Um, I'm going to begin to wrap this up, but I, our, what I say a lot is patience, humility, gratitude, repeat. I say it all day yeah. long. It's much easier to memorize the words than to live it. I'm curious what your take is on how important particularly gratitude has been for you to stay rooted in gratitude through it all. Oh, I, you know, that's, that's a lesson that um, is so valuable, but, but so hard. Uh, and first Thessalonians 518 and everything give thanks for this is the will of God concerning you. Uh, living that lifestyle in everything, give thanks. And maybe not thanking for all things, um, but in everything, give thanks. There, there's hard times, there's troubles, there's hard seasons. And it, it's hard to uh, be thankful. Uh, and, and maybe you don't like what you're facing, but in everything, give thanks. And again, a valuable lesson and so hard to keep applying every day of your life. And I know there are times I have to say, Lord, forgive me. I just need to have a, a spirit of gratitude and, and, and being thankful in spite of what I don't like I'm going through right now and the situation I'm going through. So it's in everything, maybe not for all things, but in everything I'm, I'm going to give thanks. And later on, God has a way of showing you that, hey, that moment that you were struggling giving thanks, that was a defining moment and it helped grow your faith. I know it to be true in this season of my life. And as you were preaching again, without even trying to preach just now, I'm scrolling again, that Romans 8:28 that we kind of bring it full circle. We started with that. Paul wrote all things. Now he's been through a lot, Paul, to say, I count it all for good, that yeah. he's working all things. So if he could say it, that's kind of what I would encourage people who are listening to just hang in there. And also my favorite verse from Paul, Philippians uh, it's four, four to seven, I think, says, um, be anxious for nothing yes. in all things, 
with Thanksgiving and with, uh, that's the most important part with Thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. You know what, God, I need some answers here. That conversation that you all have with God, that relationship and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. It's huge. It's bigger than we could imagine. will protect your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. And I think that Paul, don't you, Joe, I think that he, he could have said, will protect you through Christ Jesus. It's a lot fewer words. I think he knew through all the things he'd been through that our hearts and our minds are so different. We're in so many different places. And he encourages us with those words to stay present. Don't you think? And count it all for. Oh, yes. And I think we forget that Paul wrote those epistles and wrote Philippians in prison. So he was in a jail, in a dungeon, and uh, was able to encourage us to, in everything, give thanks. And I, I feel like we can't let you go before. I want to be respectful of your time. But if we could wrap this up, yeah. um, 52 years married, is that it? Or is it 53 now? Well, it's 52, and on August 22nd of this year, it'll be 53 years. Amazing. Yes, Amazing. Yeah. And that's easy to remember. I'll have to send you a card. It's my brother's birthday. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I need some insight into you and Sharon, how when you said, for better or for worse, till death do us part, how you meant it. What is the secret sauce to that kind of a, an enduring relationship? Well, I, I, I think, uh, again, just... Uh, applying those vows to your life and, and remembering those vows um, is so important. And it's easy to love somebody uh, in the good times. And they often refer to the honeymoon stage and that, but it's all stages of life. And you go through all stages in your relationship. But number one, if Jesus Christ has to be number one. And um, what our favorite Bible verse um, in uh, Ecclesiastes, we had it on our, our uh, wedding invitation that two are better than one um, for they have a great reward for them. And then it says, and a threefold cord cannot be broken. And uh, so the two come together, but there needs to be that third person, and that's Jesus Christ. And then the rest, applying godly principles to your marriage and to your life. Again, and uh, I think one of the most is to never give up on each other. Jesus has never given up on us. And we have a tendency as humans to give up on friends, on family members. And we know that a lot of marriages uh, end up in trouble, end up in divorce. And um, just, I pray that God gives us, continually gives us and gives each married couple a spirit of perseverance. It says, I'm not going to give up no matter how bad it looks. Uh, whatever we're facing, we're going to do this together with a threefold cord and that's uh, Jesus Christ. Again, there it is. How many people listening to this right now needed that encouragement? So thank you. Just thank you. Well, and when, while, while I was looking through my notes, there's one more thing. Okay. Um, we started this with some technical, and you know, we couldn't get the stream yard link to work. And I said, not today, Satan. Yeah. <laughs> you say that often in your own life. 
Oh, that that's for sure. I just uh, uh, Matthew calls it the uh, the devil's threefold plan for our lives is to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, "I have come life. I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly." John ten ten. And uh, you better believe the devil's active in his threefold plan to destroy any person, any individual, any believer in Christ. And but we stand on God's uh, promises uh, to overcome that. I feel like today more than ever, just call them out. I, I got these Bluetooth speakers uh, from yeah. Costco and they had to be charged the first time I used them. Don't you know, it was the wrong cord. And I, I listened to my Matthew West and my praise music through these speakers. And I said, not today, Satan. And then I tried it again. I was just putting it in the wrong way. So I said, my bad. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Not bad, but I said, just call them out anyway. What yeah. could it hurt, right? That's, what that's could it hurt? Right. That's right. All right. So, would you take us out? You are, I call you the godfather of dad jokes. Okay. Everyone looks forward to your dad jokes. Could you uh, take us out? Uh, <laughs> I, when I saw you for the first time in Kansas City with my Aunt Dion, I gave you this joke. Do you remember? Well, let's take it. What do you call a, a porcupine cross with a turtle? Okay. Ta-da. There you go. <laughs> a slow poke. Yes. <laughs> That's the one I contributed to you. So what what uh, dad joke could you take us out on here? Okay. I'll, th this, these are a couple new ones. My wife keeps supplying me. Matthew says, if I don't get better, that I need to go to Walmart and be a greeter. So I'm trying to improve. So here's a new one. I had a crazy dream last night. I was swimming in an ocean of orange soda. Turns out it was just a fantasy. That's enough. I'm laughing. People laugh. They can say whatever they want. It's impossible to not laugh, especially when we see your face. That's so because they're for, bad. So. They're so bad that they're good. There I you love go. them. You keep them coming. And there thank you, you just for being the hands and feet of Christ for so many people. Thank you for your, your energy. And um, I just wish you all the best and all that is still ahead and all the blessings that are still to come. Would you maybe want to take us out in prayer or anything else you want sure. to add first? Well, I want to just thank you, Don, for having me and in your ministry and the good stuff, the stories. I mean, that's where it's at. You know, a lot of people might uh, struggle with God and, and uh, giving their life to Jesus. And they'll argue about the Bible, but they can't argue about a miracle life, a changed life, uh, miracles that happen. And you look at people like Jake and Jordan, what a walking miracle. And uh, so the stories that you're getting out there to encourage many, um, God is certainly uh, using it. We're, we're thankful for that. We pray for con God's continued blessing upon the good stuff in your ministry. And uh, I'll say a quick prayer, okay? Uh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to point out that we say when I'm typing too quickly and an O is omitted, if yeah. I was writing about you, look, the best good stuff is the God stuff. Yes. When you accidentally yes. leave an O, I would leave that typo for you because you are the God stuff. And for as well for every person who we've interviewed who have shared their story. So um, thank you for being the good well, stuff, God stuff, the best kind of stuff. Well, thank you. We, we certainly try. Uh, I'll pray. Lord, we do thank you for this day and thank you that you're the hope to a just hopeless world, to a hurting world, a broken world. 
Jesus, we lift you up. And we thank you that you take messes and, and turn them into masterpieces. And we thank you for the stories that are coming forth. Of only Jesus can do, Lord, and continue to bless the good stuff. And Dawn and all of her team and touch lives today, Lord. Let people know that they do matter and their story matters and to share their story of the hope in Jesus Christ. And we thank you, God, that there is hope in this world today. And we lift you up and praise you. Use us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I will take that blessing, Joe. And right. uh, the, the patience, humility, gratitude mantra, you are squarely the gratitude part of my mantra today. So grateful for you for taking the time and God bless you. All right. Thanks, Don. We'll talk to you okay. later. No Bye. stopping us now. <laughs> All right. That's for sure. All right. You are good, good, good. This has been a Grassroots Good Stuff family production. If you found inspiration here, subscribe and share, if you would, please. And we have big love and gratitude for our social media director. She is Danielle Folk, and she is consistently going above and beyond. Follow her at Farmhouse Storyteller. Hunter Hogan is our editor extraordinaire who connects all the best parts together. TheGoodStuffFamily.com is where you'll find our sponsors and advertisers who we are so grateful for for making so much of what we do possible. And find links on how you or your business could make a good stuff story of the future possible. See the good, be the good. That's what we do. How about you? On your mark, get set, let's go. Let's go.